everybody. We are back for another week of the new year of Megasheen, your podcast for all geeky and gay things from a Black queer perspective. I am Victor. And I am Nick. And we we made it, girls. We made it through those four years of bullshit. I mean, sadly, over 400,000 folks didn't, but, yeah, you know. <laughs> we did it. You know, we Sydney Press got up in this bitch. We, <laughs> All right. <laughs> we made it through. Um, and yeah, we have a, a new president. We have uh, almost a new day. We'll have some new money. <laughs> coming right. If you paid your taxes, because if you didn't pay your taxes, or if you didn't do your taxes, you're going to have to wait. I'm I know I'm going to have to wait because uh, it's different when you're on tour. Like mm-hmm. you have to have a, you get a W 2 from each state that you worked in. So I may have like maybe 10 W-2s come in. Yeah, it's a fucking mess. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, so yeah, we are here and I hope y'all watch some of the inaugural, you know, the inaugural. (laughs) The inauguration. Yes, the inauguration. Um, All the colors, the pretty coats, all the pretty coats. Mm, 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 mm. Can we just can we just say Michelle, Rayshawn, <laughs> Obama? Like, baby, when she stepped out that car, I was like, okay, all right. She said, "Let me remind you who the fuck I am, real quick, <laughs> just in case there was any doubt in y'all motherfucking mind." Yes. She said, you saw me in 2016, and I just really didn't give a care. Right. She's like, girl, just throw it in a ponytail. I got it. Let me just get up on that here. Yeah, she gave you, I was going to Kroger's, and so it is what it is. Or no, she was giving you, that was, ter- that was a, what's that, the parents' teacher conference look. <laughs> She's going there to hear all of the bullshit and then come back and you're going to get in trouble. But what she gave us for this inauguration was like, like this a, is a graduation here. It was graduation here. <laughs> it was, you know, that good old bounce. It was that mm-hmm. good Oprah hair back in the day when I forgot her Andre, when Andre used to do her hair and used to like tell you how to curl it really big and then shake it out. Mm-hmm. That's what was happening. She probably had that shit in the, uh, and curlers or a wrap right before she got up out that uh, limousine. <laughs> Just like um, Olivia did up in, you know, in that episode, when they, they, they combined episode of that, of Scandal and um, How to Get Away with Murder. How to Get Away. Sitting in the salon. <laughs> she had a whole when they read each other, yep. <laughs> that was yeah, she looks, she looks so fucking good. That Do you know that uh, the boyfriend like after she was on the screen, ten people contacted him, wanted that same costume for drag. I said, "Oh, see, the girls, girls are already ready." And they he were- already made he already made one for somebody yesterday. What? You, but you know what? I knew that was going to happen, though. Mm-hmm. I knew I it. Knew yeah, it happened. 
because you knew the girls were going, they saw those colors. And for those who didn't know that color worked for them, that was a that was a revelation. That was a revelation for everybody. Cause they were like, oh, I can wear those colors and those mm -hmm. colors too. I mean, it, it was such a, a dark, it was such a rich color mm -hmm. against that skin too. So I knew it was gonna work. Anything, Michelle Hatton has never looked bad. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, and we can also talk about uh, Dr. Jill Biden and <laughs> that, uh, that it was like a happy blue almost, like a, I don't know, like maybe a Robin's egg blue Mm -hmm. um, did you notice that she changed her shoes? No. When she pumped it out, she had on some nude pumps, but then she changed it and her, her shoes matched everything else. Because one thing about it, Dr. Jill Biden is going to give you a look and it's going to coordinate everything, including the mask. Well, you know, when you saw, you know, there's when they showed the pictures of her back in the 70s, she was looking like, like a, like a, like a, like true Hollywood, like back then. I was, mm -hmm. Both her and Joe, you knew they were screwing because you, right? They <laughs> both and uglies. <laughs> they both look good back in the day, so you know they were. Upset. Yeah, but yeah, she looked really good. I like Kamala's purple, and then I like the black, the black dress that she wore that night. Uh, I think it was done by the same designer who did. Uh, I see. I didn't see the black dress. Um, yeah, he did her dress. Sergio, I think, is that his name? Um, mm -hmm. He did he did her her dress that night when they did the musical stuff, and it was really like the black coat and everything else. Like you know, you know, she uh, Kamala has a very classic look about her too. She has a very good looking look, so it's gonna something's gonna work on her regardless whether it is just the the Jucks or Louboutins. They it, it was it's going to work. And so she stay in some uh, six inch heels. She does because she's short. But yeah, she's really, I, I always thought she was really tall. Or no, Kamala is maybe that's just the, the heels talking. Yeah, it's the heels. Like she's short. I think she's five four. Really? Uh, yeah, she's short. She's about as tall as me. I mean, I saw her from a distance because you know California and all that stuff. But I was, but she's short. Um, it's just those heels and that attitude um, mm. <laughs> that you know she got it. Even though Hillary had all that nice little purple outfit, um, didn't like the shoes, but I did like that purple outfit that she had. Um, J Lo, mm -hmm. you know, you know, J Lo is J Lo, but that Chanel was a nice. Outfit. Yeah, the all white. Yeah, the all white was cute. You know, she gonna give you a look regardless of anything else. She is going to give you a look because. It's, it's J-Lo and you know, they're gonna dress J-Lo regardless. They're gonna dress now vocals, that's a whole nother thing, but you know, we're not here to talk about that. She, she's, she's getting better. You know, I, 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 I was fine with it. <laughs> I was fine with it. You know, she, <laughs> she wanted us to get loud because you know, freedom. And <laughs> right. And I was, you know, I'm feeling, I was feeling, I was like, you know what, I'm gonna I'm run with you. Gaga was giving us stuff with that big old hard plated dove, like, like that was a right. one woman breastplate that she had on, basically. It two turtle doves ass, fucking <laughs> thing. But it's Gaga, so I was like, I'm expecting, you know, that's that was something. Um, but yeah, it was all good. All that, all the girls look great. 
you know, the men were the men, you know, they just looked all that stuff. You know, Biden looked good setting up for just, I was like, I'm just happy he's just telling us, he could tell us the macaroni recipe. And I was just happy just to hear him speak about other things than what we were used to. I know the bar mm -hmm. is blue, but at the same time, it was still refreshing to hear. He talked about white supremacy. I was like, we ain't heard right. that. We didn't hear from Obama. So I'm like, we're hearing this from this man. Um, it was just really nice. It was funny. Melania was funny. If we, if we talk about you know them for a second, because she put on that ugly. That 70s <laughs> little, I mean, that was cute. Uh, on somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle could have worn that. We would we would be like gang. Oh yeah, right. Did you see the uh the video of they're coming off the plane mm -hmm. and her and Trump like they stop for a second. Melania looks at the the press and just keeps it moving. <laughs> she She's like, look, get this shit out of my fucking face. She's done with it. She's like. Yeah, she's done. I think they're gonna. I, you know what? I, I really don't care, but there's gonna be some more, you know, stuff that goes down within that relationship. Yeah. I and mean, if he doesn't go to prison. True. And you know, it was funny to watch his family cry. I'm like, why y'all crying? But I was like, y'all crying because y'all about to go to jail too. All y'all about to go. There's mm -hmm. nobody got the pardons. Nothing, you know, nothing was, you know, everybody is now trying to turn against him. And I knew that was going to happen. I was like, of course they're going to turn against him. But if Trump was smart or had any smart people around them, they wouldn't have done anything about that. That whole thing about the Capitol wouldn't have happened. Like, he, he that ruined any of his chances to be redeemed. And I was like, that's your fault. This is what we got. Is what it is. Can't blame Antifa. I love that they try to say that was Antifa, but then I was like, no, the videos they they telling you right who they are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they saying, no, this ain't we ain't no Antifa. We blah blah blah. They making sure we know that they were white and they were mad. So you know that's what happens when you try to stroke up stuff you can't control, and that's okay. You know, they, they but we're not here. We're not here to talk about you know white supremacy and you know domestic terrorism. What are we here to talk about for real? For real. <laughs> yeah, we're not gonna get into that this week. But we are gonna talk about one division. The first three episodes uh, of this interesting, weird show that's taking us through the decades. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you don't know, one division, Scarlet Witch. Her name is Wanda Maximoff, and Vision have their own little show and it is an interesting show because it is kind of giving us a lot that was going on in her mind maybe we don't know that's the whole mystery of it so we're going to kind of talk about these three episodes and kind of get into what we liked about it and some issues we may have with it and then what we think is going to happen because there's going to be a lot that's going to happen um, so yeah, let's go ahead and get into what we what we thought of everything. So again, the first three episodes are already out. They drop every Friday, um, and they will be weekly. And kind of going through the decades. So we kind of started in the six or the fifties, sixties. This week we're in the seventies, um, and they're really based off the shows we grew up with. Like if you were a fan of Bewitched or Leave It to Beaver or even um, still Bewitched in the seventies. 
but I guess a little bit of Donna Reed, a little bit of Brady Bunch. This is for you because we are seeing like Dick Van Dyke, something like that. Yeah. In fact, if the second episode, if you are a true deep, deep, deep Bewitch fan, they're using the bedroom from that original black and white. I think the original black and white Bewitched days. With the original uh, Darren? <laughs> yes. The original, <laughs> the original Darren. Black and white. You know, that would have been funny if they would have made a joke of a different type of vision. Um, right, because... Yeah. That new Darren, I didn't like him at all. Once they, I, I know this is a, a, a tangent. Once Bewitch went color and they brought into that new Darren, I was like, okay, so let me get up on my, off this show. But he was gay though, in real life. Be that as it may, <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't feel it. Yeah. So yeah, so let's 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 talk about. Well, one division. Now, I can't remember. Now, a lot of questions are like, when this is taking place? Is this before um, Infinity War? Is this after Infinity War? Mm-hmm. I think it's after. Um, I think it's after too. Um, and I think this is more about what happens because remember, this is after they return. So there's a lot that happens in between. Um, but again, we don't know. We don't know um, what's really happening here. So that's been the fun part of this whole episode, but uh, the episodes, but let's get into the first episode. So what did you think of the first episode? I thought, um, so the episode was called uh, Film Before Live Studio Audience. Uh, and I thought it was a, it was something completely different. Uh, Cause you know, the whole MCU is built on this, action, 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 action. Um, and I like that for one, the these episodes are like only 30 minutes, which, you know, like get in, get out. Uh, I like this whole, this play on these old TV shows. Mm-hmm. And I like that we see uh, Elizabeth uh, Olsen's comedic, um, talent throughout these episodes and like she's really good at it like Mm -hmm. I didn't I didn't think she was as good as she is um I just I like the whole oh we're trying to keep our powers or keep our real identity hidden um and the I just I just like all of the whole aspect of the episode and the um, this was the when they had invited Vision's boss over mm-hmm. for dinner, and you know everything about the episode is lighthearted and funny. And then we get to the dinner, it takes that serious turn. Like I didn't, I think I was high when I was watching it, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it takes that serious turn. And I was like, oh shit, what's going on? I was like, oh, wow, what is happening? And uh, what's his name? Mr. Hart's uh, wife, she starts, what does she say? Like, she says something. Over and over. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, God, I got scared. Yeah, because she kept saying, stop it. Because he was choking. Yeah. And it was like, yeah, yeah, it was like, what's going on? What's happening? 
And I remember just looking at that like, okay, something is totally wrong. But also, what is she in the real world? Because I feel like all of them are representing something in the real world. So what is she? What is mm-hmm. she? But yeah. And now what did you think of the the episode? I liked it because it kind of gave us an idea of what was going on. Um what we're gonna what we're going to see moving forward. It was really interesting because they really played up the times. So the time, you know, for example, in the 50s, we wasn't on TV. <laughs> we was not seeing black folks. Um, so you didn't really see us. Um, and it was very, 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 very misogynistic. <laughs> um, as some of the things were being said about, you know, saying like her being, you know, kind of hysteria or a little bit of those of like how a wife should be this way. Very interesting with that, um, which made me go back and kind of look at, cause you can look at OB which episodes on a different streaming services right now, but seeing how a little bit of that was because, you know, there's been plenty of times where um, there, Darren had to bring home, you know, his boss and there was always mm-hmm. something going on, whether it was uh, Samantha's cousin, Serena was there or her mother was there or, Uncle Arthur was there, or what's that? Aunt Clara was there doing something wrong. Um, so it was always something where, you know, it was like, ooh, okay, I have to fix this before something goes completely out there. But it was just interesting to kind of get an idea where we're going to go when it comes to these stories and to see um, uh, Agnes just kind of be that interesting role of like, I'm trying to get through. I'm trying to help you. And I've been like trying to analyze what is she doing, you know, in that, you know, overall. But in that episode, she was like trying to help her, trying to give her all the tools. I can help you figure this out. And I was like, what is that meaning? Um, but yeah, I thought it was a pretty good episode. But that part where the boss was choking, that was like something is wrong. Or that moment where she was like, what are we doing here? Like it was like a little bit of that. I was thinking like, okay, something is totally off, but we're gonna keep going with it. Yeah. Um, so what do you think, uh, who, who, who do you think Agnes really is? Because I know there's, there's something that hasn't been revealed to us yet and how she's acted throughout this whole these episodes thus far leads me to believe that she she knows who Wanda and Vision really are. Yeah. As with Geraldine, aka Monica Rambeau, also knows who uh, Wanda and Vision are. But I'll save that for uh, episode when we talk about episode three. Yeah, I. Now, you know, the rumor is that Agnes is Agatha Harkness, um, who is a mentor to Scarlet Witch and teaches her how to use magic. And we know that the, the MCU is going into more of a magic realm. They, they introduced that not only with Doctor Strange, but also with um, Runaways when they had Morgan Le Fay or a little bit of that in um, what's that? Um, uh, cloak and dagger they kind of introduce magic and they're going to get more into it in the next phase so it's to believe that it's 
Agatha. Now, Agatha is a whole different situation, and we'll talk about Agatha in another episode, but Agatha um, has always tried to mentor and help Scarlet Witch, so I, that's why I kept watching her. I'm like, You're, she's trying to help, but she also is aware of what's going on. If you read the comics, Agatha was always the one who kind of knew what was going on and sometimes took drastic measures um, to protect Wanda. So I wonder if that's her. Um, but I also, and we'll talk about it a little bit more about um, Geraldine. There is something that was odd about that meeting, um, which we can get into. We'll go ahead and get into now because I think we kind of talked through the first episode. Um, well, uh uh, about this, the second episode, um, when they had the the magic show, mm-hmm. I thought that was again old to the uh, other sitcoms that they're trying to emulate. Um, I I know um, um, as far as any of any significance that happened in the second episode when Wanda found that toy helicopter mm-hmm. that was the only one of the only things in color um, and it had that uh, insignia on it and plus the um, the uh, interaction with uh, what's her name I think her name was Jody um, the blonde when they were at, yeah the blonde I forget oh, her Dottie. name Dottie. Dottie, yes. And how she had broke that glass and there was like that message that kept on repeating and repeating. It's almost as if Dottie it's almost as if Dottie's something had taken was up. It's almost if as uh like something had had a hold on her and then it had broke for a second, and then it attached itself back on. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense, yeah. Because um, that goes into my overall theory of the show um, that Wanda is trying to protect herself from what from losing Vision, and the only reason, the only way for her for she thinks to can to keep herself somewhat sane is to go into this this fantasy world of everything is hunky-dory and everybody else in in reality is trying to get to her. That's when you hear these these radios repeat the message over and over and over again. And she's trying to, you know, keep everything out but the message is getting stronger and stronger and stronger to the way to the point where she can't ignore it anymore. And these people, especially with uh, Geraldine, Geraldine knows who she is, and she's trying to, you know, get like, wake up, wake up, girl, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. But her hold on her this re- this altered reality is so strong that she doesn't want to wake up yet. Yeah, I think. When they come, like I feel like when that issue, with that, with that scene that happened with Dottie when Dottie broke the glass, that was where I think it went off script. Whatever they were they're doing went off script and had to like get it back on track. So I don't. It's part of me. I'm always like wondering which 
part is being done by SWORD, which that's, we can talk about them, or which is done by Wanda, because the message kept saying, who's doing this to you, Wanda, who's doing this? Um, mm-hmm. so that's why I'm wondering what is SWORD really doing? Because we do know, I guess we saw a picture of Gerald, well, of Monica, a part of them. So this could be something where they're trying to figure out what's happening. Um, but I think it was very interesting, you know, one of the things I, I go back and forth with, because I was I one part was like, does Geraldine even know how she even got there? Because it was like when when she she kept she was like, I really don't know what's happening. And then until she touched Wanda's hand and she was like, Oh, I'm Geraldine, you know, and maybe that was was a part of me that's thinking that maybe she didn't have any idea until that moment happened and and when Wanda touched her, she became whatever Wanda wanted her to be. Um mm-hmm. She's brought into this world. Who knows? Um, but that was the. I, I just wonder if that was something with that. But also, again, playing with the times. That's when we start seeing black characters in these shows. Um, a little bit right. Crazy, so that's when we got her in there. Um, but what was also fascinating was how they got into how Vision broke, um, and what Wanda was trying to do to protect him. So I feel like the episode was really showing what she's willing to do to protect Vision. Uh-huh. Uh, and she, there was parts where, you know, she talked about how she was like, I have to look after him. I have to make sure, you know, and now I think that was like telling us that she's trying to save him by any means because of what happened before they got into this alternative reality. Uh-huh. Uh, so that's why I was like, this is an interesting episode because I feel like they're really showing us a lot about her trying to protect him, her trying to save him when he's broken. Um, and how he's always trying to make sure that nothing happens to her. And if you remember the movies, he was like, I'm trying to protect you. But, it, but you know, it was always like, mm, I'm trying to keep you out of trouble. Think about um, Civil War, when he was like, I'm trying to protect you. And she was like, boom, 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 sending you straight down a bunch of floors. No, I can do this. You know, it was like right. all those situations or even in Infinity War when they were off in Paris and you know, here he was trying to do all this stuff and she, she jumps in, you know, luckily Cap was there to save them both. So it's, 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 that was an interesting episode because you saw that there was still breaks coming through, like when that beekeeper came through. Um, At the end of the episode? Yeah. Get that. From like a horror aspect, that was scary, but I, I don't. I wish I knew the significance of that because that's when she like almost rewound time. Mm-hmm. And that made me think that, okay, well maybe in some aspects she has one of the stones that she can rewind time and then either rewind it or fast forward it or some way. Mm-hmm. Cause that leads into the third episode when she's pregnant and she's taken on this, this pregnancy like really fast like by the time the doctor says comes in she's what, like six months pregnant or something like that yeah and you bring up a very good point because let's talk about the stones remember for those of y'all if y'all follow the timeline of the mcu her and her brother were they were used for experiments and her she was exposed to the mind stone um so by being exposed to the Mind Stone, she had her tele- 
telepathic abilities, but what if the Mind Stone was more vast than that? And so again, she was able to, to a point where she's able to create whatever she wants to do, which leads into a lot of her chaos magic abilities or what her real mutant abilities are in the comics where she could just make things happen. You know, like if a car is about to hit you, she could make the tires go on flat. You know, she just point, either the car would go on, would just stop, tires go on flat, or you would just be projected across the street. Um, we, it was just, it was always unpredictable. That's why I was calling her power hex because they didn't know it was never predictable, which led for her to be taught by um, Agatha to teach her how to control that more, to make things happen because of what she wills it to be. So in the MCU, again, she is, she is being, she's been exposed to the mind stone, but also remember in Infinity War, she's exposed to them all because um, Vision had the last stone. She was fighting oh. Thanos who had all of them except that stone. And she was the conduit between them all because he was trying to strike she was fighting back and she was also trying to take from Vision too. So that entire scene was her being exposed to all of the stones. So in that some way, she could have have the, the residue of all of that because do remember she was, you know, and, I, and I invite all y'all to go back and look at that scene. She had to do, she incorporated all that power at once because she was pushing back Thanos, he was using that power against her and trying to take the stone from um, Vision, but not kill Vision. So a lot of that drama, a lot of that power probably played a huge role in what she was going through. Um, so that's why I'm thinking that this is some residue from all of that, especially from that scene. Mm -hmm. That's a, a really good point. Um... And I mean, we've talked about it a little bit. Uh, Geraldine, um, I think Geraldine works for Sword. Mm -hmm. And I think that she already has her powers as uh, Monica, you know, whichever iteration they want to do Monica as. Mm -hmm. And she went back or somehow invaded this alternate reality to wake Wanda up. Mm -hmm. And then at the end of the episode, you see, um, I think Monica or Geraldine was trying to nudge Wanda to wake up and that kind of pissed Wanda off. It was like, you're messing with my reality. That What you're saying is not into this fantasy that I'm creating. So I need you to go. Um, yeah. And she thrusted her back into reality. And which is weird that, as I'm saying that, this, that might not be true because Agnes and the other neighbor were like, oh, we don't know. Geraldine doesn't have a house. We don't know where she came from. Yeah. So, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know how they're going to like reveal all of this, but I think uh, like a, um, what I hope to see is that 
Wanda is trying to, I, I was telling uh, the boyfriend this, that this alternate reality is somehow a uh, the storyline that they want to use for from like the House of X. You know, when she said um, she had this ma massive breakdown and she erased mutants from basically the timeline, maybe their spin on it would be she has this massive breakdown and instead of erasing them, she reveals that the mutants were here all along. And that kind of introduces, you know, the Fantastic Four, introduces, you know, the X-Men whenever they're coming. I think that would be a, a cool way for them to do that. But again, I'm not sure what they're going to do, which is so interesting. Yeah. Especially, it's always interesting with the MCU because, you know, they could take literally from the comics, but then you see them always do their little spin on it. And they know how to do that well than others. Um, no, I thought about that because I thought about, because do remember there was S.H.I.E.L.D. S.H.I.E.L.D. is no more um, because of the whole issue with uh, Civil War, you know, the whole with Hydra and Hydra infiltrated S.H.I.E.L.D. They kind of broke apart. Um, and then you think about Civil War, that whole issue of them separating. So S.W.O.R.D. is kind of this other space. Um, uh -huh where it's like, it's, I think it's the new thing that they're doing. And I'm believing that maybe when they came back, something went wrong with Wanda and they're trying to help her get through it. Um, and they're trying to, because someone kept saying like that voice that kept saying what's happened to Wanda, that was Cap. Um, you think I, that's Cap? Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know. I said, it, I, it could be, I don't know. Uh, but at the same time, if Sword is trying to help her get out of it, what is she in? She may have caused something because of her, of this reality. So they're trying to break her out of it. I don't know. But the uh -huh. but the funny thing about her, what's happening is when they talk about her brother, that's what she was trying to like, what do you say? What are you saying about him? She's created something that's harming reality right now. That's what I'm kind of, thinking and I'm thinking that you know Monica and, and Swore are trying to get her out of it because what she's doing is harming others but we also have to think about again with that with her having her powers through the Mind Stone what is she about to release um, is she going to because what they could do is when they did reprogram mutants Wanda helped did she helped make that happen again? So when she depowered them, she actually repowered them and brought most of them back. Could it be that she is about to make mutants? Like, is this ability of the residue of the stones? Is this how mutants are made in this reality? Who knows? I I've been I've been kind of thinking about it and looking at how the comics did things. Um, could could this be how we do get Fantastic Four? Um, because remember, they get their powers through a, co a cosmic explosion. Is this some way that this happens? I don't know. I think this is 
it's so much and i and i hate going down these rabbit holes because <laughs> it's right, so it could be that or it could be this you know they can yeah. do so many ways or just like completely do something original yes because this is going to lead into um the the madness of the multiverses where she's in the movie with um dr strange so i, I do think though that agnes is a villain and she is she plays a much more important role not only in WandaVision but also in um Doctor Strange we also have you know all of these other uh movies coming out we have The Eternals we have uh what's that movie um that oh isn't uh Mephisto is coming out no um What's the movie with uh, that, that white man? <laughs> yeah, we, we have Moon Knight coming out, which is more magic, though. We have Moon Knight coming out. We also have um, Loki. Um, and these shows are supposed to connect in some form or fashion. A Falcon uh, and a uh, Winter Soldier. Yeah. And then we have Black Widow, which is, we're, I'm still kind of fuzzy where that's going to be. Um, but yeah, when it comes to magic stuff, we do have um, Moon Knight that is coming with Isaac. Isaac's going to play, Oscar Isaac's going to play Moon Knight. Um, but I think a lot's going to be revealed with the Doctor Strange movie. Now, mm-hmm. we are getting Dracula and we are getting Mystifo. So I don't know if they're going to introduce them somewhat early. Um, but there is a lot with dracula that plays with all of them because dracula has a lot to do with dr strange wanda and with um monica so mm-hmm. who knows who knows what this really is um i love that we don't know because i've been really trying to i'll probably sit down and do it again now after talking about it trying to figure out what i think it is but i was told that the next two episodes will give us a better idea of what we're dealing with did you notice, you know, how they have these little commercials uh, throughout the episode? The last one that they did was a Hydra soap bar. Mm-hmm. Somehow, I think Hydra, that's going to be a something, a callback to something else. Because, uh, you know, we had this, uh, the scrolls in Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. So... I think that will be something that we we can look back and say, oh, here's what they mean, or. Yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned that because these commercials, if y'all pay attention to them, it is a callback because do remember they were working for, in the very beginning of Age of Ultron, they were working for Byron Von Strucker. One of the commercials mm-hmm. was, was the Strucker commercial. Um, and that's who experimented with them with the stones. So Hydra does have a big part in who they are as, as superheroes because they helped them get their powers. Um, and Von Strucker was a very pivotal part of that as well. He also played a part in um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. So if y'all want to go back and look at some Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., you can kind of get a little bit of that or watch H. Otron and pay attention because Again, a lot that happened to them have a lot to do with Hydra and with Strucker. So what we're seeing, and again, I, I'm thinking this is all in her head, 
we're seeing that play out. And I think maybe she's using these shows as a safety net because again, Ultron, I think she talked about like how they grew up. They didn't have much. And they, you know, they old TV shows and all that old stuff. And I'm thinking that's what she's retreated to is those particular things growing up and what she watched. And because they remember they're from another country. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, if y'all remember you in Europe, um, Knight Rider and Baywatch were like the <laughs> and Dallas were big shows like 10 years after the fact. After yeah. we stopped watching them. So I guess for her, this is how she's having peace but anything that may break that peace is where she's throwing them out like when you mention her brother throwing monica straight out of that world uh-huh. so i don't know it's a lot to really kind of break down but I, these commercials have been very key to how you know the struckers von strucker and how hydra was very pivotal in, in, into them getting their powers this whole like WandaVision reminds me, I don't know if you remember, on Justice League, they had like a, a two-parter episode where uh, some of them went back and went back in time to like that 1950s where they were, uh, they met the Justice League, uh, the Justice Guild of America. And it was revealed that this little kid had been exposed to some kind of nuclear waste and it gave him powers to create it a world in his image. Uh, this is what that reminds me of, almost to a T, like he's trying to preserve something in his mind and any kind of deviation from that, that reality, he will wipe you out. Yeah. This is what I, this is the, I guess the similarity that I find between, you know, DC and Marvel. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. So, I mean, we can go on and on, but I feel like what these three episodes are doing are really giving us a world. They're really answering the questions of what's next when it comes to the MCU. Um, because we we went a year out at anything. <laughs> and so that they're giving us like, okay, you didn't have this for a year. Now we have all this stuff coming in. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do you, so I, I, I guess we can say, you know, what do we, we kind of already told you what we think is going to happen. How do you feel about everything so far? I, I like the storytelling. I like how it's wrapped up in 30 minutes. I like the, granted, I thought we were going to get all of the episodes at once. I actually think it's better to do it weekly. Um, to give everybody, you know, time to think and whatnot, um, and to throw out all of these uh, theories out there. I like the way that a Marvel is going about storytelling in this new medium, mm-hmm. like all of these different shows that are connected to their cinematic universe. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just, you know, after a year of not having it anything, I'm glad that it's back. Yeah. Yeah. That year was necessary. Yeah, it's true. You know, I'm just expecting to be mind blown and to get excited for everything else that's coming up for this year. 
So um, I'm excited and I don't really know what else to think is going to be kind of crazy, <laughs> but mm -hmm. I'm ready for it. I am ready for it. Yes, yes, yes. Um, tell us your, uh, your theories online, uh, what you think, because um, this is, you know, we don't know. We, we really <laughs> don't know. <laughs> we don't, but we'll be back um, to talk about the, you know, the next few episodes as, as they roll throughout the weeks. So we'll be back and kind of do another recap and everything. And as I mentioned on Twitter, um, we'll do an episode that we'll kind of get into Wanda because again, there's, you know, there's two Wandas. There's one of the comics and there's one that we're learning now. So kind of get into that, all that stuff too. But I think that's it for now. You know, this show has really got us all caught up. Mm -hmm. And as always, you can find us on Twitter. We are at Megashine1. If you want to follow our personal Twitter accounts, I am at IamNikkiP09. Victor's at Wonder Man 5. You can like, rate, subscribe to the podcast on SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, and now on Pandora. Yeah. We are on Facebook at Megashine. If you want to send us any comments, questions, concerns, megashine6 at gmail.com. Go to our website at podoftheshine.com. We're on Instagram at Megashine. Uh, let's see. Is there anything else before we get up out of here? No, um, but we got more things coming, so stay tuned, and you know, we'll see you soon. All right, you guys, take care. <laughs>